Hello, and welcome back to A to Z with Amy Z. I'm your host, Amy Z. Um, I know it's going to sound a little bit different today. We've got a uh, a different situation going on right now. Hope it, you don't mind, but uh, my little booth area is being held up, and so we decided to record in a bedroom. So it's a bit, way bit bigger than my little two by two square. And I have a guest with me today. My ever so handsome son, Easton's back with us. Uh, he was back a couple seasons ago and did an awesome job. So we just thought we'd have another chit chat today and let you guys dive in on with us. So Easton, I have to say, say, or you have to say, how about you say first, you say hello to the crowd. Hello. Okay. So I, um, I, I'm going to tell you. We're going to be kind of off the cuff on this one. I'm not sure how or where we're going to go with this, but we're going to try and keep it around our 20-minute uh, leeway here, our little uh, our, our little times, just to keep it simple. But I just love talking with you, and I'm so glad you're on today's episode. Honestly, the only thing that I did to structure this or to think of how we could talk about ap- apathy is to define oh, it. Well, that's what we discussed the other day, and that's what I told the listeners and Tuesday's episode. So, uh, yeah, that's what we're going with. Um, and I don't know why you picked this, but I'm, I'm curious. And so we're going to talk about that, too. Basically, I looked up the definition of apathy, and it's lack of feeling or emotion, interest or concern via Merriam-Webster. So then I wanted to dive deep a little bit, a little bit more, and I looked up the synonyms of apathy, emotionless, numbness, insensibility, impassivity. Is the reason why you want to talk about this today because you feel like more and more people are apathetic or or just the opposite? I'm super curious. Mm. I really only know of the word because of from Parks and Recreation, <laughs> uh, because uh, it, can it really not pick up on me? It should be able to, if I need to move closer. Yeah, get a little closer. Um, with air at extra dry. Because ron swanson was talking about how wait ron swanson is parks and recreation oh i thought you said south park no oh my gosh my head went straight to south park okay parks and recreation yes we do love a little um because he was making a statement slash joke about how he loves having april as a secretary secretary Mm -hmm. because she's so apathetic at not caring about what she's doing which perfectly aligns you just keep moving it closer and closer yeah because uh <laughs> i want it to sound more like we're in the booth too bad we couldn't get in there but well, is... in order to stay with our friday tuesday timeline we have to record this way this this week and that's okay that's that's part of this podcast is just being real and real at time right now is we can't record in the booth so we record where we can and we can right now in this larger, less insulated room. That's what it is. Okay, so Parks and Recreation, Ron Swanson, one of your favorite 
mm-hmm. characters. You quote from him often, and it's always a comical time. Yes, April's character was extremely, extremely apathetic. Do you think that there's that's is that becoming the norm? Like a like, do you think she was an extreme, or do you think she's becoming more normal? Like that behavior, that type of do you, are we desensitized to uh, to emotions, and are we less I mean, concerned it, with others, or do you think we're more? It's a I don't want, I don't want to say it's a loaded word, but it is a loaded word. Just considering the fact that I don't think anyone's completely apathetic. I mean, unless you're a sociopath or something. I don't know. I could be wrong in that too, but. Um, no, I just find the word to be kind of fun. I know this is kind of going off of your question, but I just find the word to be funny because it's, it's one of those words where it's, it's one of those words where I find it to be funny because it's like an absolute word. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. It's like using the word always in a statement. I always try and mm. listen for that when people, um, I, I just like I like words that are that people use in their day to day statements that are absolutes, mm-hmm. and that's just I mean you don't really hear people talk about using the word apathy, yeah. but people use the word like always or every time or you know they they I mean I can't think of them off the top of my head, but when you you know you hear people use I mean I call them absolutes I don't know if that's the yeah. specific name for him, but it's like when people go, oh, I'm always stuck in traffic. It's like, no, you're not always stuck in traffic. It's just you happen to be stuck in traffic at that moment right. in time, and it sucks, but when you when you get into your head and just are constantly thinking, oh, I'm always stuck in traffic, or people always, it's like, no, mm-hmm. you don't always. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I find the word to be funny, because it's like, it's such an extreme Yeah example or definition of a word but i think those words are important because it it makes you think like oh like someone's being so outrageously this way like they're just completely numb to and i think that's why they designed april's character that way because they wanted to make it so like she's just Mm -hmm. like i don't care but i'm here and i'm gonna do the minimal amount of work that i can do (laughs) Without and, getting and, fired. Yeah, but the, the, I mean, that's just the funny part about it is that it's it, it's the character of Ron Swanson who also does not care about, well, he cares, but he doesn't care about government. Mm-hmm. So you have someone who doesn't yeah, care works about this it. position and that pairs well with, mm-hmm. you know, this character that they designed for April yeah. who just doesn't care, but in her own way. Mm-hmm. But it's not in the sense of she also doesn't care about the government, but she also doesn't care about anything, anything really else other mm-hmm. than the thing she's interested in. Well, and she had even has less interest than Ron. Ron's, you know, the woodworker, he's the steak eater and the, you know, he does have some extreme passions as well, but, but you bring up a good point that words matter. This came up in discussion um, this week on the shoot that I was at where it, it was something so simple, but yet the, that water liquid death. Mm-hmm. Right. And he said to me, you know, when we run out of this stuff and he was holding mm-hmm. a plastic bottle of water, he goes, we're not going to drink that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, OK, I didn't 
I didn't get it for you. Yeah. It was for somebody else. But he 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 made a good point. He just has a really poor way of expressing himself well, and getting it. But words do yeah. matter. And yeah. and um, I know that's kind of kind of off topic with the word apathy, but not really because well, I think you're I now know what I what I like why that well going off of that that idea of of the extremism of the word is because I think people. People today just like to throw words around mm. and not actually care mm-hmm. about the, like, the mm-hmm. definition behind it. Mm-hmm. And they just like to say the words because it's how they feel at that moment in time. Yeah. And it's like, well. Let's think not, before we speak a little bit. Well, it's not only that. I just feel like people don't want to take the time. It, it, I think the other reason why I bring it up is because. It's like craftsmanship with anything. I, I think that's something to go back to your to the other question or the point that you were making of do I think people are becoming more of that word? No, I think what what's happening is people are caring less about quality ah. and they're wanting more of quantity. And I think that's why I think that's something that um in the past it was valued more. Like I mean you had things like a cobbler. There's no cobblers anymore. There's no, I mean, there are, there's cabinet makers, of course, but there's no, like, in order to find, like, quality furniture or quality um, tables or something, like, you have to actively search it out. Whereas I feel like 100 years ago, that was a street corner, like, shop, like, your local mom and pop uh, table making or local cobbler or whatever. Whereas now it's just, it's basically just, it's really, it's just a factory of producing and producing and producing. And it's not, there's no value on the quality of it. I think that's why the word apathy sticks out to me so much is because it's this idea of people just don't care about the quality of it. So they're just, yeah, they are in a sense getting more and more numb, but in maybe not in the way that that word is really defined, like feeling wise. Like Mm. I think people are just getting numb to like not caring about the quality of things and just, just running of things all the way down to what they say and how they speak. Yeah. With everything. Yeah. I think think people, what's yeah. Is there, is there a something people say that annoys you more than anything? I I've just got one in the brain. I mean, you can say it, but I basically for me, it's, it's, it's when people talk in absolutes. Cause I just find, I just find it funny. Cause it's like, you're not, you're talking in an absolute. And I understand why they do it because they want to make this, Big dramatic, like, point, yeah. Which I understand, but the reality is you're not always stuck in traffic. If you were always stuck in traffic. What about this? What about this quote? It's to die for. I hate, I hate when people say that. And hate is a very strong word. I've always told you guys that. Hate is a very strong word. I can't stand when people say, oh, it's to die for. Really? You're going to die well, for that cheesecake? Well, you want to Die yeah, for that? That's again going back to that, like yeah, that extreme. Which again, I get the point. It's you're trying to say this is so good that it's that if I died right now after having a bite of this, I'd yeah, be in and heaven. It's, and, it's just like, it, it, and I think it's also, I think a better word to emphasize on that point is it's just become saturated. Mm. Is a lot of these words. A lot of the words that people use nowadays have become saturated. Um, so are we trying to like one up with another word or another phrase or another way of speaking 
Well, or I being... like in my own in my own for myself, I try to minimize the use of I mean I it's impossible not to, but like fillers. So ah. I use like and um. Mm-hmm. Um I find I find it finds <laughs> I find that it forces you to think more creatively as in regards to like, well, shoot, I can't, I can't, if I stop using the word, um, and I stop using the word like, then I have to, well, then I, then maybe I, maybe I'll listen more because fillers just, it, it delays Mm -hmm. what you're trying to think. And that's why I, or how you're trying to get your point across. Yeah. And that's, that's why sometimes I'll just go blank. Like I'll I'll run on a sentence Mm -hmm. and and then I'll just stop talking because I don't want to use the word like, or I don't want to use the word um. So I'll just, and then I'll pick it back up again. Yeah. And then it's, and then in that regard, it's funny. Because I, I, <laughs> okay. I talk and then I just go blank and then I pick it up again. And people go, oh, you were like, you were, you were still talking about You're that. You're still and processing. So, yeah. <laughs> Which honestly, okay, so f- from a mama's perspective, I'm very impressed by that because for a couple reasons. For one, you're thinking and forming the sentence structure to add, to be valuable and not just blow smoke and, you know, not just, you know, hot wind. But in the other aspect is, and we should talk about this in, in another episode, because I, especially talking with some people who have some similar struggles with their kids and seeing how far you've come, but let's just give a little background is you had went through the whole IEP thing at school and, uh, for those of you who don't know, especially like my listeners in Canada and Germany and UK and some other places, well, they may have they, I'm sure they do. But IEPs is is basically a, <sighs> it stands for Individualized Education Program. Yes. So it's just it's geared towards they look at you were not you were not the standard you were not the yeah. norm and in That's kindergarten and first grade and they were watching your development and realizing that you were struggling to keep up with the norm so That's a whole other topic. it is a whole other topic and we would could definitely if there's interest out there please email me or dm me on instagram or something because it's incredible when we stop standardizing and structuring our educational systems to have one form. And we put people in such square boxes when we come in all shapes and sizes and all different learning methods. I get that it's not always easy, but let me tell you what, what Easton, where he was at and where he ended up at graduation with honors classes and AP credits and all kinds of stuff and where he started, it's incredible to me when you take a kid and you say, okay, he's just, he doesn't learn like that. So we're going to try this. And we're, maybe that doesn't work. We're going to try this. And, you know, you can't put a square in a round hole. Like you can't, it's not, you can't. But when you find how to shape that square to make it cylindrical, to fit in that the well, whole it's it's just it's incredible you have come such a long distance so the so i'm getting back to the thing is the fact that you now take the time and not only do you structure your sentences in a way so that you can have an educated conversation with somebody without fillers and ums and likes and things like that but not only that 
you take a word like apathy and you devour it. You go into it and you define it and you learn and you're continuing to grow even though you're no longer in the educational, you, you know, you're no longer in a school setting and who's requiring you to define apathy and then write a 600 word pair, um, paper on it and all that jazz. I just love to watch how you're continuing to educate yourself. Um, and, and then how you're, what are you educating yourself on defining words and then why, and then putting structure and meaning behind it for yourself. I, so as a mama, I just had to throw that in that I'm very excited that we're, I mean, even how this topic came to form the other day and, and why we're talking about it now. I think it's awesome. Sorry. You were well, do you have another question? I mean, I could add to this. Add to it. Add to it. Is it. Okay. Um, I just want to make sure it's picking up on me. Yes, I, I'm okay. hearing you. Um, You're good. I mean, you kind of said a lot there, but as far as for me, I, I, I think a lot of kids, a lot of kids don't, I think a lot of kids aren't necessarily burnt out from school. It's that they just get overwhelmed with, it, it's like if you had um, like a, a camping backpack or just a backpack and is it, oh, um. If you had a camping backpack or something, yeah. Yeah, and someone was, they just basically, it just feels like they just keep putting more and more weight and you just think, well, what's the point of carrying this weight? Mm. And so for me, I just started to look into my, you know, into the backpack and just said, well, what's the point of carrying this? If I want to carry it, I'm going to choose to carry it. Mm. I don't want to carry it because I have to carry it. So you were apathetic towards school. No, it was no. not that I had no feelings or, or interest or concern. It's part of the definition. No. Well, see, that's just the thing is I do have an interest in learning. I just don't have an interest in being told you have to learn this right. in order to do. And the thing is, is many college students will say the same thing because yeah, they'll say, well, I'm, I did. Going, I'm going into an engineering degree. Why do I need to know about um, this history or take this whatever class? Because it's like, well, I, if I want to be focused at that, let me just take the classes that I need to take, which makes sense. But like for me, I, you know, it, it, it wasn't that I didn't care about, you know, I wanted to be a good reader and I want to be, I still want to be a good writer. I'm not the greatest writer, but I know if I learn how proper punctuation works and how, you know, just the different parts of, of a sentence mm -hmm. work and, and function that it, you know, anybody can become a good writer. It does not matter you know, whether or not you're really good at math, because that was the thing I was basically naturally good at. But I just always found that, you know, I've always wanted to work at those things that I wasn't ever good at. And it wasn't to prove a point. It's just that I saw that there was, that's what's fun about life is that you say, well, what am I not good at? I'm going to, I'm going to try and get better at it. Um, and so that's why for me, I've just, I've tried to read more. Uh, but like one thing, one thing I know probably a lot of kids also feel is this when they are in school is the whole, what's your reading speed? Maybe they don't do it anymore. But I remember when I got tested on it and I'm like, yeah, sure. My words per minute, like I, I could read all this, but then they never told me, what did you just read? You didn't comprehend. Yeah, like, what you were, I yeah. care about, like, I care about, this again goes back to the whole thing of 
of the quality over um, quantity. It's like, yeah, you you may have been able to read all these words per minute, but what did you really what did you take retain? Away? What did yeah. you take away from that? Yeah. And so that's what it's like when you look, and that's why I think comprehension. One, it in, it gets ingrained in your head and it stays there for a lot longer because you're you're taking the time to think about it and focus mm-hmm. on it. I mean, it's that's why you know advertising companies that see like, oh, we can advertise that this is handcrafted because it's that's something that's unique. It it means it was you know someone had to think about how mm-hmm. that thing was moving. Maybe it's a watch or whatever. You know, maybe it's a a wood joint. Well, that thing had to really be, you know, measured out and carved out and so that it's going to last and it's going to be structurally strong. Whereas, you know, someone could just put a screw right there, put a screw right there. And, you know, five years later, the whole thing comes crumbling apart because it was it wasn't built properly. And so that's why for me, I'm not you know, I, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with going to college. I think if people like college and, and everything like that. Then, then go. But in regards to you know learning, just go to go to the library and just sit down and just pick out a book or pick and, up YouTube like Dad and I. Yeah, or pick up YouTube or anything. <laughs> just to but, learn how to build a cabin out of sticks and Saran wrap. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I'm just yeah. For me, I've I've realized that doing things that you also have to understand that just because you know everybody's running the same pace, you know. To put a put an example, it's like cross country. It's like if you're if a good example would be like the best cross country runners are, are running this amazing time, and you show up and you're you know 300 pounds, never ran in your life before. You're not at their pace. Mm-hmm. So to to discourage yourself and think like oh you know it's like no you're at that position. You suck. You need to just be real with yourself. You suck. <laughs> that's, but, that's you, but you have to just, yeah. you know, realize that if you want to get to that position, someone's making a smoothie. Wow. This is just yeah. A part of the- just, just a part of it. Well, we are, we are getting close to time. Actually, we're a little bit over time. And that's I've funny. so enjoyed having well, you. Are we going to 30 or are we going to 25? Where are we going to? <laughs> we're going to go till right now. I have thoroughly enjoyed having you on today. I am so excited, and I know others are as well because you're just fun. It's fun to have you here, and I uh, I enjoyed this little chat about apathy with you, bub. You're my favorite bubby. So listen up to the next episode when we chat about seasons. Thanks. <laughs>